spotlight's on. Yes, it is. Spotlight is on, and it's on bright and shining right in your face. Not my face. It's my yeah, right in your face. It, it, you're not the signal now. You're the spotlight. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Uh. Welcome, everybody, to the official, unofficial spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast for the week of July 19th. Eric, it's new comic book day, July 19th. Uh, of course, it's not July 19th today. No, no, it's no, it's no. a day later, but I like to say that. Uh, only because I want to bring up that we have done all our reviews and we're getting ready for the week of podcasting. And I'll have to tell you uh, just a little spoiler ahead. Uh, I did not have a great week of comics. Uh, my comics were not the greatest. I do think that when we get around to the main podcast on Sunday night, when it comes out, there may be a record number of what we like to have as an FU5. See, Eric, I'm keeping it clean Look for the spotlight. I'm not using naughty words just yet. But yeah, I think there was a record number of, of FU5s for this week, and that's a shame, isn't it, Eric? A shame, I say. Eh, there were shitty books. What do you want here? I don't know. Yeah, and it, it's a, it, what what is a shame is for the past month. Even Rob Lewis said last week, and he uh, called in. Uh, it's it's picked up a bit. The DCU, uh, uh, the books have picked up, and I was starting to get kind of invested again and getting a little happy. I was positive, Jim, going. Uh, that ended right this when you week. get into it. Yeah, yeah that, go, that, it takes you back down. Hills and valleys, baby. Well, this Hills is what happens, though. Once It happens in my life all the time. Once I think things are turning around to good, it ends up shitting right in my Somebody face. Somebody comes around and kicks you in the balls. Yeah, see, there I go. I already cursed, Eric. I was going to try to keep this a curse-free episode that is not going to happen but yeah no. it, it just this is why there's a lot of people who they don't like to get you know high up on you know with things and being all excited because you're just going to end up getting kicked in the balls later exactly uh, that did happen this week uh the problem i'll have this week i believe and this leads into our patreon account is i think my book of the week so far at least mine i did is the patreon exclusive book and if you you don't know what i'm talking about we have a patreon account where you can go to patreon.com slash weird science to support us for everything we do including air award-winning reviews on weirdsciencedccomics.com we also have a Boom. pop culture podcast we have this spotlight we have a bunch of crazy stuff a, a pop culture of entertainment 10 hour plus podcast i think it's going to be another short one this week it's it's not as many books this week we got like 11 um, books this week but yeah the the badass crew of the patreons uh get to pick what they get uh, exclusive on patreon the exclusive spotlight and they did pick Super Sons number six. It was a battle. It was between Super Sons Justice League and Aquaman. Super Sons ended up winning out and was probably one of my most positive books of the week. But, Eric, I made a mistake last week on the main podcast because we do like to give a shout-out to the badasses sure of the Get Fresh Crew Patreon account. And I forgot to do it on the, the episode uh, last week because we were doing it live and things got really disjointed and everything. It was my mistake. So we're yeah, going to rectify that we, this we, week. We decided to go live and things were just crazy because we're all in this live yeah, mode. Yeah, it was we the live thing. You know, badass mode. Yeah, we haven't done the live stuff in a while. Uh, and uh, Swanee asked when we were going to do it again. I said, right now. And we just Boom. decided the last second. It really threw everything off. Ah, but it's fun. It's fun yeah. to go on the Mixler and go live. But Eric, we're going to do a double shot this week because we're going to use the spotlight to also recognize 
the badasses. All right. Here we go, Eric. You like uh, it. Are you smoking uh, now? You're uh, lighting up like a badass. The last time we actually did the badass uh, roll call, you weren't with us. And it was Reggie. Neither me or Reggie light up, Eric. So it was tough. But I, I like to use this. These are the badasses of the Get Fresh Coop. We're going to start with G, who made a sudden reappearance, a rebirth, if you will, Eric. And I love G. I'm so excited to see him come back, not even just oh, yeah, for Patreon, man. but in general. Uh, he already has a mail for this week, Eric. So, awesome. And if you remember, if you don't remember, G's mails are, are good because they always have top fives that get us all riled right. up. And he does have one. We also have G-Man. We got our man Monty. We got Akeem. Jolly Drew, who started off last episode with his song, which I love. Manship. Uh, Brian from Arkansas. A little lady named Tanya Werner. Eric, I don't know Weird. if you're aware of her, Tanya Werner. Ian. D-Man. Reggie Han. Hancock, Brandon Murray, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, who you hear on his Vermillion Vision, uh, Little MRT, Bobby, Jazz, Haviland, Dalton, Pete from NYC, Mark Robbins, who also is known as Batman Beyond Mark, and the original OG Christopher Hyden. And that is it, Eric. That is the bad asses of the Get Fresh Crew, and we thank you all. Thank you all. One and all. The, the song still has... 10 seconds left there, so keep going, you badass. Let's hear your I'm badass. I'm smoking it up, baby. Are you smoking it up? That's going to kill you. You know what? Up. You're trying to be a little more healthy. You might have to stop that smoking. Look, look, man. it's a process, man. You, you stop one thing, then you stop another, Did you just right? tell me to trust the process? Is trust that what you process, just told baby. me to do? Well, we're here. Now we can get on with the agenda of the night, which is the spotlight. And it is what we call, or not even call, the big book of the week. But I would think that this is supposed to be the big book of the week. And I'm talking about Batman. And anytime Batman comes out, it, it should be around the big book of the week. Now, so. obviously, people should know by now, and probably have read it, but it is a jokes and riddles interlude. And this is Tom King deciding that he wants to give us a new origin of Kite Man, Eric. And I'm telling you, for everybody who doesn't know, I was reviewing Batman up until the jokes and riddles, and I, I ended up giving it. I did I do the first? You did the first issue. I did issue the first of jokes issue of the jokes and riddles, issue and I 25. got so yes, and I got so upset about it, and got on the podcast, and ended up pretty much arguing with people, even though they weren't there. Eric, that yep. was basically what I was doing: is arguing with everybody who fought with me all week, and I and not decided, even fought, just yelling at the heavens themselves. Yes, I so was, angry. and I was so angry, and I did come off as a dick. I do think it, it ended up giving us a bad review on iTunes from that one episode, <laughs> uh, and I decided that was it. I traded this book uh, for JLA, and that's if you read JLA, you know how desperate I was. I was a desperate man, Eric, giving up Batman. I'm so glad that I did. And also, if you expect to hear me scream and yell ever again about Batman, I think those days are over. I think that this interlude actually... I I do. I think this interlude has refreshed me. I'm telling you, I didn't like it. I'll just give you that spoiler. Uh, But I didn't hate it. I'm almost... It's like I'm on Zoloft again. When I was on Zoloft, Eric, and you know as well, you just don't care. You don't care. You're a zombie. I think that Tom King has beaten me into being a Batman zombie reader who doesn't care. He yes, is my Zoloft. Hell yeah. yeah. He's my Zoloft. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're like, hey, Kite Man, 
Oh, yeah. Now, I did say earlier this week that as we speak, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is going on. And I would love it if it, it would be karma to me if by the end of this weekend, Tom King has been driven so insane of people just going by him. Hey, there's Tom King. Hell yeah. And they'll just keep saying it to a point where he's like, what the fuck have I done? What have I, I don't done? Do, I don't want to write comics anymore. Yeah, I could just hope that that happens because this is, well, I'll get into it once we start because I do have yeah. some issues and, and I might be an asshole. But start it up, Eric. Give us the spotlight. Batman number 27, written by Tom King with art by Clay Mann, Danny Mickey, John Lise, Gabe Eltieb, and Clayton Cowles. Our previously scheduled War of Jokes and Riddles will not air tonight. Instead, we have for you The Origin of Kite Man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, the war is still on, but this issue is all about Kite Man's involvement and how because of Batman completely fucking him over, Kite Man's son died and led him to a, to a ridiculous life of crime. Where's my dick? Starting with joining the Joker for about this war against Riddler. <laughs> ah, you're falling apart, Eric. I, am, you I thought me. you had it. I did. Uh, for such an important book. Are you done or are you still going? I'm done. Uh, yes, this is an interlude, Eric. And now I will tell you, number one, I'm sure that there are some people out there. People seem this is this is a very divisive uh, issue. Uh, you had the whole idea where people loved Kite Man. Oh, this Kite Man that Tom King's giving us. It's so great. I even see people are like, this shows that, that Tom King respects the, the classic villains and the things of Batman. The, the thing that gets me angry about Bats, that is... He shows up and says, hell yeah. And end. I think that this is his, that was his ploy. This is what, and everybody who's listened to the podcast and are long-time listeners would know, I consider Kite Man in this to be the shark repellent that we had in Batman and Robin Eternal, where Lansing and Kelly jumped on then where i thought it was a smoke and mirrors thing to go hey look i know what i'm talking about because i know who kite man is yeah yeah we all know who kite man is i said to you there's a lot more ridiculous uh villains and oh, yeah. he just grabbed onto this kite man and people went nuts and i do think that this issue is just a little too much of kite man we had kite man it was it, it was clever at first the first time then it well, became the first time in arkham it was a fun little thing like well, remember man. And, yeah. yeah yeah you had that even when uh him and selena were going around it started and the, you know that top, night yeah. of the that and it started getting a little too much and it started to be the joke that just it didn't keep on giving her uh, the, and the problem with, swamp thing yeah the problem that. with jokes are you, you keep hearing the same joke it, it starts to grate on you now i will tell you for all you <laughs> for all you sports fans out there uh i had a theory my theory of kite man is kite man when you first saw him a little to me if you're a football fan one of the biggest you know a fan favorite of a football team is the backup quarterback. It's always like, oh man, you know, he's cool or he's, and you know, you have this guy, he's, he's decent enough, whatever he may be, but everybody loves the backup quarterback until he gets in the game, until your starter gets hurt, and now you have to rely on that. That's what Kite Man is to me. While he was just going around and saying, hell yeah, in one panel, everybody was going gaga. Oh my Whoa. God, that's so funny. Kite Man, hell yeah. Uh, the problem up until this point, just for me, because I see a lot of people love this issue. Some people don't. But to me now that we see him in a full issue, I'm like, okay, I've had enough. This is now the backup quarterback. He's ruining our chances for the playoffs now. And the playoffs to me are the jokes and riddles. Exactly. I want to know more about what's going on. When you have the first two issues of the jokes and riddles, 
the third issue to have an interlude already it's too quick it's already to me like what the fuck an interlude we're already what? having this you know you're gonna do this save it for later you know save it as I an agree. epilogue or something you can't have an interlude after two issues that we didn't get enough information in my I thought, opinion i could see if you want to interlude like all right i'm telling this big old story we just had this big old thing happen we need a chance yeah. to breathe and calm down but yeah Nothing's happened yet. Yeah, like, our, yeah. Biggest, our biggest pieces of excitement are fucking a splash page per issue that let us see the cool stuff that's going on that we yeah. don't get to see. Yeah, that's if you had this, and now again, the jokes and riddles seems to be standard six issues with two Kite Men interludes thrown in. So yeah, right. if you were at a point where, like you said, some big shit happened, you think that the Joker's dead, that Batman this or that, and you did need a calm down or... A we a two week interlude to actually gain more tension. You know, right. all of a sudden you're like, holy shit! What? Oh my god! I gotta wait. Oh my god! Now people would get mad about oh that as god, well. So but angry. that my main issue is that we don't have a lot of information about the jokes and riddles. Now I have other you know problems with this issue itself, mainly it being very cliched. But besides that, I'm going into this third issue of this jokes and riddles wanting to know what is going on. And where I really stand by that point where I do think that it's not just me saying, oh, Tom King, he doesn't give us info or whatever. I have talked to a lot of the Get Fresh crew boop, boop, on the Slack chat. I've seen people, I've, I've been arguing with people on DC's Facebook page. <laughs> I'm on the freaking, everywhere I'm yelling and screaming about things. It's not just me. I become Eric Shea. I can't just sit back, Eric. It led me into getting it's in a, a Twitter. I got in a Twitter fight with Brian Hitch this week because of the same deal. I just couldn't take it anymore. But where I go, the weirdest thing is we're only two issues up until this point into the jokes and riddles. And everywhere I look, everybody has a different idea of what this war is all about oh, to yeah. the point where people don't know like hey or hey what wh what part of the career is joker in some people go with the continuity that we go with oh it's just yeah. a year some people are like no 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 he seems like five years in he seems I, like this. i agree he everybody does seem that way yeah and yeah and that's the problem is everybody has a different idea and you you can't even grab because these people, oh, you know what, he's ambiguous to, you know, to prove, you know, what he wants or this is a storytelling. The problem is we're not getting enough information from me about the war. And as this issue goes on. Well, fuck, it was the last issue, I think it was, that you had to convince me because I thought, like, when we had that last splash page where we saw all the villains going against each other yeah. and there's a goddamn, you know, the territories of the city yeah. laid out, who has what. Like, oh, this is what we're going to get to see. No. This is what's happening. You don't get yeah. to see it. And now, it I, I, I have heard next issue is a Deadshot Deathstroke. You know, it's more of them in it, so we'll get a okay. little bit of that. But no, like we said, what, the first issue, I said, I'm afraid that this splash page is what we're getting. And yeah. then the second issue and happened, and we see, you. and, then and the it seemed issue, to be. Fuck. And it's not just, um, it's not just because I'm a genius. Sir. There's other reason now. I just everything from Tom King, he just seems to want to give you these big things and then move on. And yeah, some people are like, well, because it's Batman, this is a more personal Batman or whatever. It, you got to give it, us it, something it, here. It's not I, a more personal Batman. I know. Batman's barely in it. Yeah, and all it's he's just, doing is re like you know relaying a story which he's not even relaying the story in this goddamn issue so i don't no. even know what's going on with this personal story at this point if i'm selena thinking you know if, if he's telling me the ballad of kite man and i'm laying there all yeah. sexy and naked in bed by the end of this part of the story i'm thinking 
Holy fuck, your greatest failure was Kite Man? Yeah, no, his greatest failure is his storytelling, because Selena looks bored as hell laying on that thing. But yeah, I don't think that this is uh, his greatest failure, but it has to be up there. I mean, he got a kid killed. But even before, we're going to start the issue proper in a second. My main issue coming out of this, and from talking to everybody, and not just arguing, I'm done arguing, I'm just talking and things like that, is that first issue of Jokes and Riddles, you had Riddler break out of prison and go see or- the joke. Or the GCPD. Or or wherever it was, because I actually asked Tom King, where did he break out? And he will not give me, he won't talk to me. He talks to everyone. He hates my guts. I I don't really care anymore. I really don't. Uh, Brian Hitch is right along with that. Uh, But yeah, you you go here. Riddler comes out. He goes to see the Joker. He's seen a pattern with the, I saw the Joker's nose, you know, the clown nose. That showed me. So he goes to... Uh, Joker, and Joker doesn't say anything. Riddler basically says, listen, I see your pattern. You can't laugh anymore. I see you're going after, you know, you're knocking uh, or killing people in uh, clubs and things and joke shops and things like that. Now, like I said, Joker doesn't say anything, but he says, it's because Batman's too good. He's taken the fun out of your jokes. They're too predictable. He's jokes done the same can't with be my predictable. Riddles. He's done the same with my riddles. Now, Joker, again, does not say anything, but from what we've got, you have to go with that that's the, the issue. Now, you would have to. it doesn't seem like from here that that would be a war thing. You would think that. And also, Riddler said, listen, I see you're going to kill the Joker or going to kill Batman. I want to get involved in that, too. I don't want you to do it. I'm going to do it. We can team up, whatever. Let's do and it Joker, together, baby. Joker shoots Riddler. Now, this doesn't seem like to me that would start a race to kill Batman. That is not the case. Uh, and Tom King, when somebody called him out, I did see this on Twitter. Like, hey, you said it was about you know killing Batman first, and then what happened? And Tom King's explanation was like, listen, the first shot in a war, people forget what it's about. Once war starts, you never know why it started. I'm like, really? That's what we're getting? That's what you're going to go with? That you, you don't know why the war started? Because I don't even know what this war is about three issues in. But what my I'm main issue you, is... The, the one thing is, though, in this issue, I, I have to give it because, you know, this we had the issue number one, issue number two, and we weren't getting a lot of anything. You know, we had the idea that the war started because Joker shot Riddler and, the, and Riddler's pissed because he wants to kill Batman. Now it's like, who's going to kill Batman? Whoever survives the war seems to be the one who's going to kill Batman. Maybe. From what I get in this, you know, this issue here, it actually started making me think of other things. Now, yeah, it was I a don't cool agree con- with I'm anything saying, you said, but I, I know, know you told Hold me. Hold on, I'm saying though, yeah. it is um, like, it made me start thinking of a new concept. The problem is, it's a cool concept, I think at least, you know, an interesting one. It doesn't jive with what we've no. been given previously. No, and but what I was going to say is just a basic thing, right, before we go into the proper issue, is you started out this war by Riddler going to Joker and basically saying, listen, in this year jo- that Batman has shown up, he's too good. He actually says to Joker, hey, you keep losing. You keep losing. Batman's too good. He takes out the unpredictability of our jokes and riddles, and we can't stand it. Since then, though, basically we've seen that Batman is a moron who can't yep. do anything. He has to go to Kite Man to try to find Joker. And I see all the people, and they're like, oh, it's so cool to see Batman because he's a rookie. He's only a year in. He's struggling. 
But why is the whole setup that he was too good that that that's why they were reacting the way they were? Yeah, if he sucks at being Batman, then the whole concept that you've set up this war to be is null and void. Uh, You know, and people to the point then there were people in the Get Fresh crew, and I don't. This is not throwing shade at anybody because everybody's grabbing at straws here. They're like, no, I think that it's the Joker's mad because Batman is so bad that it's not fun for him. But we started out by it being said it's because he has come on the scene and he's too good and also it just seems weird because in this continuity that we go by that we stand by from zero year in the new 52 batman and joker are tied into pretty much being the same point in their career batman started to really be batman at the same time that joker fell into the vat and became the joker so if anybody you know maybe uh, oh well joker is better at that first or whatever but it just nothing jives to me overall because Tom King is so ambiguous and wants this fill-in-the-blank stuff, but when you do that, everybody fills in the blanks different ways, and I just everybody's getting a different concept of this story. And then they get mad when you have a different concept, they think you're yeah, wrong, and they yeah, argue the and, system, and, so. and I'll argue the same way that I do. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're just getting people mad. But what I think this issue is with Kite Man is Tom King got a lot of praise and a lot of people reacted. This was the most reaction he's gotten in this whole run is from Kite Man, and I don't think that that's me just making that Poor up. Condiment the, King. Yeah, the Kite Man Hell Yeah is his big thing. Now, maybe he's like, listen, if this is going to be my legacy fucking Kite Man, I better make a backstory for him. I better make a new origin to make him a legit guy. Whatever it might be. But to me, this is him writing an issue that he was thinking in his mind that he was just, this is a home run. This is, a, as you would say, Eric, an up-to-the-plate home run. It makes That's no right. sense. Uh, but this is what it is. He's going to take a victory lap with his Kite Man. Now, it seems to have backfired a little bit because that you know the reviews aren't as high as what he had been getting. I just think that it's a very cliched story but we'll go in with it it starts off with kite man in a bar and you're led to believe through this issue uh what i get is kite man may be a bit of an alcoholic eric he he's is a, a divorced father guy in my mind. Yeah. he's a divorced father he's down on his luck it, it seems to me very uh very much joker at the beginning beginning of the killing joke it seems like this scene even here it's kind of the joker trying to do what he wants to do and stuff but it's kite man here he's talking i studied wind in school and i don't know if you realize Derek. i have a phd in wind no no you don't no, you're lying in wind I'm telling you, that's what he said. I studied wind in school. He doesn't even say aerodynamics at this point, which it ends up being. I studied wind at school. Right there. It threw me off. But, yeah, you see Batman showing up, and he looks like he means business. But he's like, yeah, you know, and while trying to find it, it moves everyone, everything, that way, this way, whatever. And Batman just grabs him and then Suge Knight his ass out. (laughs) He is now vanilla ice hanging off a building. And right off the bat, this is a Batman book that I think Batman is a fucking dick. Why would he do this? The only thing that Kite Man has up until this point, and I'll go, Charlie Brown is his name. And and I want to point out, it's always been his name. That's nothing that was made up by Tom King. That's his name. And he goes, and he's hanging him off a building. Uh, You know, basically being like Vanilla Ice hanging there. Why would you do that to a guy who basically only took a job to work on the Joker Mobile? This is bullying. And it that does seems not like a seem, while ago. And it seems, and again, you only have a year 
when the, since the Joker came about and he's already has a Joker mobile, it seems way off to me. And it also, I said in the Slack chat, I, I just I want to get a note to Batman. Batman, you want to find the Joker? Follow the Joker mobile. It's driving around somewhere. Well, I'm but yeah, you, I don't even think there is a Joker mobile anymore. The whole idea of the Joker mobile seems so Silver Age and shit like yeah. that that like. It, it's almost a joke saying it's here, but like you know, he is. I moved think it is a joke. That point in my mind, it is a joke to me that he's kind of he's given a wink, and it's kind of a funny thing. But it does seem weird after just a year, right, of him having a Joker mobile. But I, I just don't. I still can't get past the thing that and people. Yeah, Batman's desperate, but Batman's still Batman. This is not Kite Man who's done anything at this point, really. As far he as we know, he worked on a car a while ago. Yeah, he worked on a car like, and, using no. what he went to school for. Yeah. So he and just it's not even like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I want you. I need to find the Joker. The shit's going way off. The, you know, it's it's out of hand now. People are dying. Can you help me or find out about what you think that Batman has looked into Charlie or oh, yeah, Chuck's deal? He knows he's a down and out guy. He has a fan. He has a kid. He's divorced. Whatever. You just go and sit down. Now it's all for show. It's all for the show. I just if I'm Kite Man right away, I'm like fuck you. You know, you hang me off a building just because I had a job. Before. It's just terrible to me. But Batman's like, you know what? You're gonna find out a way to contact the joker so he goes off and now he get dead shot and then i'm like okay you know what cool we're, we're yeah. gonna see some of these other villains we're gonna go i want to see some of their motivations of why they have joined up with the joker or the riddler and you get this and that's where uh chuck's like hey buddy uh i worked on the joker mobile you know it's just him yeah. so we know the background uh they killed the other me three. because yeah and he's like, I don't know why he didn't kill me. Maybe he thinks I can help him later. In the meantime, there's a it's a funny little deal where Deadshot smoke and he has uh, Kite Man hold the cigarette. He shoots and he's like, Yeah, I thought this thing was uh, calibration was off and slipping to the right. And then it's like, Hey, I got a pencil. Can you hold this? We we fly from there to now. Batman is bullying him again. Oh my God! Throw him yeah. up against a goddamn yeah, wall. Yeah, throwing him up against the wall. He did what he was told to do. It looked like he got a number from Deadshot, but it's an untraceable number. It's funny. I, I expected that Batman was just going to call Joker then. <laughs> but well, he the has... thing is, this whole, this whole big here, the, the number you got from Law and went to an atomized ISP. You know, I'm a big dummy. I don't know what that did means. Did you look like, up atomized ISP? I did not. I did. It's I couldn't find anything. <laughs> untraceable and it's useless. Now, but it's not is, useless. That's no, the because thing. Now Batman is going to have Chuck call him. Yeah, I'm like, when he says useless, yeah, and when he says useless, I thought that he should have spelled that out better. Like, listen, it's an atomized ISP, untraceable, useless for me to, you know, find you're going to have to set up. I'm like, useless? And then he's like, you're going to call him to set up a meeting? I'm, I thought you just said the number was yeah. useless, but he can call. And then he's like, listen, you're going to set up a meeting. When you do, I'll be there. So then you go and you hear, you you see this call. Now, the, the other problem I have with the jokes and riddles is that in the story as a whole, it seems very... For a city-wide thing, for something that's affecting the whole city, it just seems very small. And it seems very, very small. I'm telling you, the whole majority right now, it seems like the war of jokes and riddles is going on as we speak in this goddamn yes. storyline. Yep. Yeah. 
The Joker seems to be spending his entire time at a goddamn just suburban home just watching TV, seeing the news to tell, like, and, have the yeah. news tell him how the war's going. And, and the weird thing about this is, and, and we're finding out how the war's going through the news. Now, the yeah. thing is, this Kite Man issue was really spelled out by Tom King, is you're going to see the ground-level deal. You're going to see the streets. You're going to see the street-level version of what's going on in this war. Uh, it's so contained, because you don't get anything in the city except the talking heads talking on the TV which I'll have to tell you boring as hell you don't oh, yeah. get anything with it I'm just like okay whatever let's get on with it I want to see something going on now in, in the in the end we do have a little boy dying and getting killed because just got caught in the crossfire and Batman really set the whole thing up which is a shame that does not show me the that's street that's not terror level. in the goddamn street yeah that stuff. does not show me the street level stuff that I'm, is isolated I'm, murder yes I'm getting three it. issues in here and I really don't get the whole concept that the city is under siege, that the city no. is in terror, that you, you don't get anything. Uh, now, it is a shame. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, that it is probably tough to do a lot of things with Batman because he's only out at night. So you right. you don't ra you rarely see group scenes and, and stuff like that in crowds in a Batman comic because he's out at night, people are asleep. It just – Tom King is not – the scope is not as big as it should be for what this story is about and it does upset and I'm me telling you, it's, it's very disappointing as well because you know we have been shown through these goddamn splash pages all the villains involved in what's going yeah. on here and we don't get to see any of it we're just told through this goddamn television set how bad it is without yep. ever seeing i'm like come on you're like you can't even throw me a goddamn little bit of a bone here just yeah. you're gonna splash page my ass and say okay i'm calling it a day yep because uh you hear the tv while joker gets a call from kite man and they're like hey we have we have been 42 homicides in the last week i'm like God, we're, we're just skirting by and that's another thing Tom King seems to have something where he can read my mind, Eric, and give us everything that I don't want to see and avoiding everything I want to see. It just seems that way with the story, and it makes it very small. I want to see the other villains. I want to see why they're involved. And I'm not saying I need 18 issues to show no. things and whatnot, but instead of giving me an origin of Kite Man, give me an issue of all the villains and why they're involved. A page for each villain to show me what their motivation are he doesn't care about that though and obviously and that's how the story is going interlude issue is given us as a way to show you why kite man got involved in the war on joker's side i'm like no Kite Man better be a fucking linchpin to this whole goddamn yeah. story in the end because if well, not, Brett, this is I all was, for nothing. I was talking to Brett. Brett basically says to me, if Kite Man isn't the be-all, end-all at the end, he's out. Yeah, And he's supporting Tom King. He's a big supporter. But the amount of time that we're going with Kite Man here, he better be something big. Uh, but who I, – I don't, I don't know. I, I can't say I don't care. It's just that Tom King is making me fight to care because of this stuff. Now, the other thing being is Tom King does like to skirt around and make ambiguous things and, and fill in the blanks, whatever. So you're expecting – everything that you see on the page to mean something now well, the problem with this is things. 
is we haven't seen that in his run so far. When, I know. When, I'm sorry. We, ha- we had that in the I Am Gotham arc, and then we, we yes. took that and we ran with it, and they're like, we were really burned on I Am Suicide. And, and I, I Am Suicide, you had the whole, thing. you had some, I'm going to break your damn back, repeated so much ad nauseum that we thought this is going to tie into something. We have to find out why this is. We never did. We, you know, and you even have the whole thing. You set up this whole thing with Punch in the I Am Suicide arc where he's a master of disguise. Oh, this is going to mean something. When we saw Batman repeating himself in Santa Prisca, we thought, that's not Batman. It, it is a ruse. That That is Punch dressed up as Batman. He's going to fool Bane, and then Batman's going to come out of the ceiling. Oh, it's going to be great. Never happened. So the problem here is we do get some hints at some things, which is going to lead you to this next part that you have a theory about what it's about. The problem is everything that I see on the page, I can't say that means anything, including— oh, I, I agree. Yeah, and including like the the seven eight nine joke we got at the I beginning, know, that, that or riddle and things bullshit. like that. And so everything yep. should mean something. You should have jokes and riddles being thrown about in here. That should be a deeper meaning, which you think there is coming up. But yet, I can't say that anything has given me faith that they are because Kite Man is talking to Joker, and he's like, "And Joker, it's I'm telling you, the dialogue here I love. I I don't hate everything about Batman no, no, and Tom it, King. This is when, actually a really uncomfortable film." Oh, I love it too. Because I just like yeah. anything. It's, but it's I like the whole. I like the Charlie Brown thing. He's like, yeah. oh, you're the one the name with the comics, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Joker may not care anything about Kite Man or Charlie Brown at this point, but. That is something you remember. So he's yeah. like, hey, you know what? I helped you. You know, Oh, you're the guy, the, the name from the comics. And he's like, yeah, Mr. Joker. I love Mr. Joker. It reminds me of Wrong Turn talking to Royer at work. <laughs> hey, Mr. Royer. Uh, hey, Mr. Terry. Hey, Mr. Terry. It was. That's even better. Yeah, and he's like, hey, it's me, Charlie Brown. Chuck, really? I'm glad you remember. That's nice. And then there's Joker, and it goes with the he can't laugh. So everything yeah. to me that the Joker comes across He's always looking for anything that, you know what, I used to think they were funny. Oh, okay. I don't think they're funny anymore. Do you think they're funny anymore? And, and you know, Kaiman's like, uh, I, don't. I don't. He's like, yeah. yeah, I know. And then he just goes into this joke that I think that you're looking a little bit too much no, into that's a, it. No, that's the thing is, because I was so burned on I Am Suicide for like, what the idea that I had of the, yeah. the kind of writing that Tom King would do that I was looking at everything like you just stated before. After that, I was so burned, I'm like, never again. Yeah, I will not fucking are, go and like, I out think, on a limb. And try yeah. to put fucking puzzle pieces together to make this story make but sense. But you but are, here, and yeah, I agree. And I agree with you to a point of what this is, uh, because he says nine cats are on a boat, one jumps in a river. How many are left? None. They're copycats. Is that a joke or a riddle? I don't think that the copycats thing is anything. You think? Well, tell, and I'll, I'll tell you what I. I'm think. saying the whole thing here with this whole idea of like, what, is this a joke or a riddle? It's the thing is the reason that Joker in my mind at this point, which does not jive with what we're getting, given in issue number twenty five, is that because. The Joker and the Riddler are so similar. Does it like you know? And we found out that the Riddler has come first because of Zero Year. Yeah. Does the Joker just consider himself a copycat of the Riddler? Yeah. Now, and it has uh, yeah. really destroyed his goddamn uh, his sense of humor and really made him like you know almost suicidal to a degree, like we saw before too. Now, I think that it's more of just the idea of is that a Joker Riddler? I don't think that that Joker thinks of himself as a copycat. I think that what Tom King's playing at is there is a thin line between a joke and and a riddle, and that is always, I think that he's giving us a wink-wink again, because that 
has always been the and basically reversed that people are like, oh, I don't like Riddler. He's just a kind of a joker deal. And I, I've yeah. seen people, there's been arguments for years about, you know, what's the difference between a riddle and a joke anyway? I think that's a wink wink. The only reason that I think that it isn't the joker thinking that is because up until that one panel where when Riddler and Joker are talking, that legitimately is their first meeting. They yeah. He goes and he's been in jail for a year and yep. he's not on the scene. So Joker's out in the scene. I would have thought that if that was the case, if that's what we are getting, you would have had Riddler break out and start causing commotion again, and then Joker getting upset. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I thought I was original. Now he's back on the scene. I don't think it goes very well with a Riddler that was in jail for a year this whole no, no, time saying, that the Joker was around. No, I'm saying, for what we saw that led up to this, I agree. It does not yeah. jive with what I think. Yeah, but, but I, I, like I got that, you. That bit of dialogue really got me start thinking about what this war and riddle yeah, jokes and riddles yeah. really is, and what is the driving force behind I it. Just, I think that what he's getting at is at the end, obviously to me, and Repairman Jack and me were talking about it before, is that he, Batman's going to have to decide which who he helps, Joker or Riddler, and in the whole decision of that, it's going to be like, really, it's yin and yang, it's, you know, it's, saying, it's one even, side even of the coin. that kind of thrown out with the TV broadcasters at one point, yeah. as we keep going back I to our little that interlude the there, where concept. it says, you know, you got to like, you know, whose side do you take? If you want no. Joker out, you take Riddler's side. If you want Riddler out, you take Joker's yeah, side. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think the whole deal. Yeah, I think the whole deal is getting towards this ending where Batman's going to have to decide which is, you know, which is better to side with. And you're really, it's a Sophie's choice, Eric. Neither are good. So it is like and, you know, a joke and a riddle are the, the same. Case, though, like, you know, we have not seen Batman at this point in this timeline and this continuity go up against the Joker yet. We know he's after no. the Joker and they've had a bit of a past since, you know, Joker's been around for a little yeah. bit now. But from what he's seen, the Riddler is the biggest threat because well, he's taken over the entire goddamn city. Not even so just I think that. Would- you want to go with it? I think that that's why we have this issue. And that's why Batman ends up, you know, getting a little kid killed. And now it's personal. Now he has gotten Agreed. a little yeah, kid killed. Well. So now he is on the Joker's side. It doesn't matter. It seems clear cut that he will be on the Joker's side and leading to what ends up, you know, this is a year in. Obviously, the Joker is his villain. It is, and and the, the and Tom what King comes out later. likes him better than Riddler. Yeah, so I just I think that this is the issue that we'll look back at, and why we have Kite Man, and why Kite Man is on Joker's side. That at the very end, when Batman has to make a decision, he's got to go with the Joker because the Riddler ended up getting Kite Man. You know, a guy who trusted Batman. Batman got his son killed. Uh, but yeah, you you go from there where they they set up this meeting, but you have this little bit where you have Kite Man there. With with his it's son. Visitation course, day. His son is flying a kite. And that's where his dad's like, hey, do you like that kite, Charlie? Because he's the same name. And he's like, hell yeah. And then you get this whole thing. Now, and really to me, this is less, this issue is less of a kite man origin. It's more of a hell yeah. Uh, you know origin, the catchphrase yeah. origin, and that makes it a little well, less. Well, that goes to me. that goes to like freaking right there with you know Tom King's Kite Man. You can't have Kite Man without the yeah. Hell Yeah. So, so you, you have, have the Kite Man, where, you have to have the origin of Hell Yeah. Yeah. As well, well yeah. there you have it. Where his son says, and he says, "Listen, you can't say that. Just say yes. That's a bad word." And my your grandmother used to say, uh, "It's my mom." Your grandma used to say that if you say hell, 
Bowl, that's where you'll go. So please don't say it. It's a nice little deal. He's, yeah. he, he, the guy swoops curse, in. Kid. Guy swoops swoops in once a month, Eric, and he's teaching lessons. I'm telling you, the minute the kite man goes, he's like, see oh, my you. father told me was don't It'd be get so married. funny. It's like, hey, listen, I have to go. Uh, see you in two weeks. Hell yeah, he's freaking muttered under. But yeah, he says, and also you get, hey, I can't be at your birthday party. It sets up. It sets up a personal deal. You start yeah, yeah. to feel. Yeah, he has for to miss him. his goddamn birthday party because of because Batman of forcing meeting. him to have this meeting with the yeah. Joker. And uh, unfortunately, it seems like this is the last time he sees his son before yes. he's about to die. So it is very sad. It is. It's just very cliched to me because the minute I saw that kid. Uh, he's dead. I know he's dead. Now, the whole thing is I don't understand how he would be dead. We find that out later. But yeah. when I saw him, I'm like, no, he's done. And this is where uh, you see Kite Man coming out. You say out. that about everybody. There. No, I'm saying you have this where, oh, she's dead. telling you, you have an origin story of a Kite Man who flies around the city and is at Arkham or whatever. We've never heard or seen a son. The minute that he shows up, you know that shit's going to go wrong. What else is going to go wrong in this issue? And you, you can't tell me that you went into this issue thinking that this was going to be a happy story for Kite Man. You, you no. know shit's going to have to go wrong. You told the, me about it beforehand so I tell, <laughs> I'm telling you though, the only thing you see is Kite Man setting up a thing and him talking to his son. There's no, what else could go wrong? I thought he was going to get caught in the crossfire which he got. Right. Does, but then you see Kite Man coming out of the diner and this is another thing where you have Kite Man coming out and he's sing, singing the, you know, the uh, flying machine song from like 1911. He's there singing it to himself, and you're thinking to yourself, like any other thing, oh, that means something. I'm, no, it really no. doesn't. I, I told you, I, I think that he should have been uh, singing uh, Let's Fly a Kite uh, from Mary Poppins. That's just me, Eric. Let's I think, it would go. Go I think that would be better. But uh, no, to the high you have, you have uh, Clayface sitting there, and we get to see a little Clayface where he fucking engulfs. Uh, kite man and takes him to Riddler. take him to a different meeting, yeah, a Riddler yeah. meeting, a first meeting, and this is where uh, Joker's or uh, Riddler's there, and he's like, "Listen, I want to confirm your son's name." Now you know it's it's done. His <laughs> son is gone. He's like, "I know where he lives," and to me, this was more of a Riddler. A threat, yeah. We find out later it wasn't. No. Nope. And the only thing that gets me is, and I'll say, I'll just go with it. We end up finding out that the Riddler didn't trust uh, Kite Man, so he had poisoned the, the kite string. To me, because of, of the only thing we saw was that he poisoned it when Kite Man was talking oh, yeah, to his son. Oh, yeah, that's how I saw it as well. But later he's like, he didn't trust that I was going to do what he wanted to, so why even have this meeting? It, it just really – it doesn't go well with me because it's supposed to be a Joker-esque thing like and exactly, the mother's you know, teeth. Like that, that, that it line comes between later the, like, on jokes though. and riddles. But it, it, it seemed to just come later on. I, it just didn't jive as well with the Joker deal uh, with me. Uh, but yeah, you have him and he's like, you're going to set up – you set up this meeting – you know, I, I want to know about it. I want to know about this meeting that you set up with the Joker. You never get an idea of what the Riddler wants, though, no. from getting the info. And that's where it really kind of goes with me, that it's weird. It's not like he says, listen, Charlie, you're going to go to this meeting. You're going to do this, this, or this. Later, uh, Kite Man says to Batman, listen, he knew I'd betray him. But we don't know what this betrayal would have been. 
uh, because no. he, we don't get anything set up. That's where I oh, don't we, get we go the whole right concept. from the Riddler. You know, tell me about this meeting you have the, with the Joker to fucking Kite Man getting shit faced because this is a fucked up situation. And just, talking about fucking, the joke again, the yeah, and then Batman coming in again into this goddamn bar, yanking him out. It seems like because he's you know he has to get his courage up for this fucking meeting, and shit goes wrong. Really yeah, and and that's the thing is you. I don't understand. What really goes on here? Because you have the Joker pulling uh, Kite Man out. Did this fight they're doing now happen at the house of Jokers in the suburbs? Because it seems like later they're still there, so it wasn't doesn't oh, no, seem I'm to saying, be at the wh- house. Wherever this is going on, I'm telling you, it seems like you know this is the shit I got to place together. I got to fill in the goddamn blanks. The the fucking meeting was going to be like say a goddamn park on a street corner. And then both sides of the war were there and waiting, and shit went bad, and Joker just fucking grabbed Kite it's Man and walked away. It's just weird that Kite Man is just standing in the outskirts. Like, this whole – and again, we get a splash page of what I want to see and yeah, want to get spelled Grundy, out. Scarecrow, because Croc, at this point, awesome. if we're led to believe here – I want to know what happens because Batman has his fucking boot right to the neck of Riddler. <laughs> Why isn't Riddler now in jail again? Like, what happens? Did Solomon, Solomon Grundy, Grundy then happens. hit him? But really, if he if Solomon Grundy happens, looks like he's going to kill everybody there if he does what appears to be. We don't know what happens, and we don't know all. if that bat. It's it just again, there's a splash page, and we're like, okay, like what? What I'm like, really? This is so interesting. What went I on want to there? See this. But what Give me went five on? pages of what's going on. Yeah, and you get a splash page and then, and the then you Joker's get that great thing the Joker's freaking dragging him away and says good grief yeah he says good grief and yeah him, you get is, the it's idea it's a funny joke but again the splash page is what I really want to see and I, I don't understand so where so this that. leads from here to where we are now but yeah Joker's pissed he, he looks at okay, – they're there in his house again. Uh, they're looking at each other, and he just – and Kite Man just says, I, I was set up. He I was in the middle. down crying uh, in yeah. the Joker. The Riddler found out. Then I told him about the meeting. Then the Batman, Batman found out about Riddler, so I told Batman again, and then everyone was there. So we get the idea of what you said, but I wanted to see more of that. And then there's Joker says, it's almost funny. And then I get from there, I'm like, okay, so really what Joker wants to do is just create chaos to the point where he thinks it's funny again, but I don't know. But like, yeah. And the only point from this, because it is almost funny to him, and that seems to be what his driving yeah. force is. Yeah, he wants to that laugh seems again. to be the deal. The only reason he's keeping Kite Man alive is to fuck with him more to cause some kind of pandemonium seems, that will allow yeah. him. It seems. Now, what happens when they, uh, you know, how about Kite Man comes, trips over uh, the sofa, he's Dick, Dick Van, Van Dyke. Dyke. Right. And Joker thinks that's hilarious and laughs. Is the war over? War over. It's war over. <laughs> War's that's over, baby. Everybody needs a good Dick Van yeah. Dyke pratfall. Yeah, a Dick Van Dyke pratfall goes because what he does is he sends Kite Man off to see Batman with what appears to be like a vest of C4. And he's like, uh, hey, I'm sorry, Batman, but this is what he made me do. He presses a button, and it's basically, a, you know, and it's a classic Joker. Happens. It's a classic Joker deal. It has a... A thing that triggers and has a joke that keeps repeating. That's all it is. Is what goes ha ha thump. A man laughing his head off. It seems like that is all this was. Was a little microphone deal that tells that joke. And to send it just fucking keeps Kite going. Man back out in the fray to send the Batman who's already started fucking up his life. And again, it, this is just the pull the trigger and the the you know the thing comes out and says bang. 
That's basically the joke yeah. here. Uh, but yeah, then you go and yeah, Kite Man now is there. He's all fucking drunk. And they're all watching TV. Everything that we get is all from TV. And on the TV as well. We got freaking Firefly against Mr. Freeze while Mr. Yeah. Freeze also was choking out Scarecrow. I'm like, yeah, why I want to see this. See this yeah, God yeah. Damn it. I want to see it because Scarecrow was in that thing before as well. So we, Scarecrow got away. He went out. I want to see what's going on with Ain't this nobody war. getting caught in this goddamn war, no. it seems like. Yeah, you know, they just keep going around beating the shit out of each other and every cool thing is we we get we just fly past it he's watching the news and that's where you get even though you know if you want to get rid of the riddler you're gonna have to side with the joker so obviously there is a full-out set war going on where we know the size but we haven't seen enough for me to really get a grasp of it and then riddler calls up kite man and just says you know riddle me this i love the dance and twist and prance i shake my tail as away i sail i fly high up in the sky what am i obviously it's a kite and you see the kite falling like oh no here we go and yep. that's where you get kite man saying to batman who batman said earlier we we kind of went past that listen i have your son safe he he, he has, a has cold, cold but he'll be okay you know we'll get it and that's where uh kite man realizes no 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 you he's killed my son he's something's wrong i have to see him because he says listen he, he said he knew yeah and he's like i he said he knew i'd betray him before he even came to me now this is the funny thing is it seems like tom king was not settled enough to let us go with that riddle and see what happens he has to because riddler's like hey gives this riddle and i imagine kite man's like what the fuck are you talking about? It's, oh, Jesus Christ. I poisoned your son. I knew, because that the, I, he just yeah, says that, it. Yeah, that's a kite, Mr. Riddler, sir. I like kites. You wanna, yeah, you I like go kites. Fly, God, fuck, God. He's like, your God son's dead, it. motherfucker. Yeah, your son is dying. I, I poisoned the rope. Don't you get anything? Because he says it spells out completely to Batman. Batman's still, you know, just there. Not even anything. Like, he's fist clenched. I'm like, what is going on with this Batman? I know that he's desperate. I know there's a war going on, but he is this fucking problem and yeah he's like he poisoned the rope on the damn kite i need to see my son and he does go and he sees the son and his son's dying and he's like hey i said Batman hell again the shadows as yeah he's and he's dying. like i said hell again does that mean i'm gonna go to that place that other place and he's like no no no, no. no. and then he's like you know what batman you you know what you you fucked me and batman yeah. says i'll catch him i swear what the riddler's done to your son to this city there will be vengeance so i think right there is why we'll know why he does go goes with the after Riddler and just sides well. with the Joker. Yeah, it's just sides. the whole thing, and you know, like I understand we are setting this all up to be Batman's biggest failure, and this is what he has to tell Selena before they move on with the relationship. But the, even the idea going back to where Batman would like, you know, we have all out pandemonium in the city, and Batman would freaking you know side with the Joker, and like you know this whole thing, and not yeah. go after everyone. It's just such yeah, an everyone. odd concept to me. I get you too. And then you have you have more of this TV that you know the narration basically of like where's your batman now which is this is what kite man's yeah. thinking and this this is cool he's like fuck it you know what batman y you fucked me y you promised me everybody's fucking around with charlie brown here good grief Aaron. Hey, i'm no blockhead Why is everybody always he's like, picking like you know me. basically batman pulled the fucking ball out he's goddamn lucy but he's like you know i'm gonna take this to my i'm taking to the streets myself and I'm he's gonna use 
He's going to use what he knows, the aerodynamics, but also in a tribute to his son, he's going to do the kite deal. I don't really like the hell yeah thing because, I don't know, you could get deep into it where his son was upset thinking he'd go to hell. You think that, uh, you know, Kite Man has given See, up. He's pretty the, much, exactly. you know, the way, suicidal now. The way I now. took it when we do this whole thing, he's setting up, he's, he's making his costume whole thing, and when he goes to the Joker's door, he's like, Kite Man, like, Kite Man, hell yeah. When he says hell yeah for the first time here, like, you know, he actually means it and keeps on saying it. The whole thing, like, his mother told him, you say this, you're going to hell. He, tells he wants boy, to go to hell. He this. doesn't care. Not only that, his life has become hell now. Yeah, and I, it think that. I don't even think it's that deep. I think that he's just given up. That's uh, the way I've taken it. I'm telling you, some people are like, he's saying it in honor of his son. I'm like, this is not like getting the Oscar and pulling on your fucking ear. Here, you know, you're, you're doing this. I would want to get full away from anything that reminded me of the death of my son, but he's a little different. He makes his whole costume. He has a kite. He goes to see the joker Clear and it's cool so oh yeah good. and he goes and the, the joker answers and he's like is this a joke and he says kite man and then joker says kite man hell yeah and then it's done i like i said i have issues more about this it's more about where it sits in this joke and riddle you know the jokes and riddles I, it the just, war. even that though i'm looking at this last scene though my why is the Joker only hanging out in a house in the suburbs? Like right now, it looks like he was preparing dinner. He's got a fucking apron on and a knife. Well, in the meantime, you also have Kite Man, who I know he's joining up with Joker so that he can fight the Riddler. Yeah. But you also have where Batman has bullied Kite Man so much up until now. Why isn't he following him? Why isn't he, you know, now he he may lead you right to the Joker's house. I know that, you know, it seems like they have this connection now. He had to have, I, to me, when shit went wrong at that meeting, Batman had to have wondered, where the fuck did you go? Yeah. Where did you go in the middle of this? I thought you were dead. I looked, you well, were even gone. That, even what after happened? the whole thing, after the meeting and the freaking Charlie comes to him and says, you know, I'm sorry, he's making me do this. And then it has the bomb and it doesn't go off. All right, you you yeah. obviously with the Joker. Yeah, Where you know at, where the Joker is. Where is he? Where is he? You Since you know that's what I bitch. wanted from the get go. And this even whole conversation then, with you, you go with that. That was before the whole rope thing. He had yeah. no idea at that point. Riddler called him then. So why didn't Batman say, okay, listen, after the fight, I was fighting. You know, I didn't expect you to join in, but this Solomon this whole thing, throwing fucking buildings. I at people. followed you. The, the meeting was set. I saw the Joker there. I saw you there. When the smoke cleared at the end of the fight, there were two people missing. You and the Joker. Where did he take you? The Joker was with you when he put the bombs on you and you back Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where did this go? Where was he? Oh, you know what? And at this point, before his son did die, and you're supposed to get the idea too, I think, that he was a sniveling little pussy. I hate to say it, but until now he has a purpose. Now he's like, you know, uh, Charlie Brown is not going to get fucked with anymore. Now I'm doing the the screwing. no more. Yeah, no more blockhead for you. So why isn't Batman at any point point going to find the joker from kite man he bullied him before about it when kite man was just a normal guy now all of a sudden when it doesn't make sense to go forward in the story you're not now gonna he pull the ball alone. away from me again batman yeah I'm gonna but kick this again though you you get this why isn't because uh, unfortunately i think that batman would then go arrest the war over you can't now but it just <laughs> Everything is always conveniently placed in these issues and of Tom again, King's we to see go. Batman being terrible. Yeah, and he's terrible, which the premise of this whole thing was that he was too good and they needed to kill him. No, he's terrible. I think Joker should call up Riddle and say, by the way, when you were telling me that Batman was too good, that's why I can't laugh. No, no, no. 
He's awful. He's the worst. Because he's had an it's off just day. Like, we, you're, it's, you're right. Let's just go kill him real quick. Yeah. He's, he's been off a lot lately. Joker, and, and also, if you go with the whole thing, if it was that, Riddler comes to Joker and says, listen, I'm going to kill Batman because these riddles I had, he, he always spoils them. I don't have my thing anymore. I'm going to kill him. And Joker goes with the whole concept of, even at this early tenure, Listen, I'm, I'm nothing without Batman. I like to play this game. Batman and me have this game going already, uh, which obviously later becomes the main thing between them. Oh, and yeah. it's the Riddler going to kill Batman while Joker is trying to stop him. That's how the war starts. I'll go with that. But Hell we yeah. don't have anything. Hell yeah, Jim. Hell yeah. Hi, yi. But yeah, I just again, this was a. I I would love to call it a nice issue. Uh, it's very cliched to me, uh, and it doesn't give us much except more frustration in my part of not seeing what I want to, and the facts behind the story not adding up. Especially the whole where Joker is and Kite right, Man right. knows. It, it just doesn't go with me. I'm not going to be fooled with. Hey, Kite Man's son died. You know what? I I could go. You know. I'm I'm an unfeeling man. That's what I know I'm you saying, are. Eric. I don't. I'm have, sorry, there, there was there was a bit of feeling there for me. Just I because didn't get I, any. I, I don't know. Is that, like whenever it's like that, you have a father over a goddamn son's that like you know in the hospital yeah. he's dying right there. The whole thing it does pull on my heart. I just thought it was too forced. It, it, yeah. it, when you get these things, and I'll tell you, we said uh, either last episode or a couple at whatever. Uh, a lot of our emotions come from. The comics that we yeah, read or entertain like that, yeah. and stuff like that. I am, I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit, I write it in my reviews. I'm not this macho man. Oh, real, yeah. ooh, macho man, Eric. I'm no macho man that won't say, like, hey, I didn't cry. If I do, I'll tell you I did. I, and there's Mark, many. I think, and I, think, I think it was Monday night. Like, I'm like, you know what? I haven't felt anything in a while. I freaking stayed up to like one o'clock in the morning watching freaking, uh, the America's Got Talent yeah. on Hulu clips. I told you, I send I you like a baby every time. Yeah, I send you clips just like, because I cried to them. I when they had that America's Got Talent where the uh, the girl who was deaf singing, yeah, yeah. just I, I, I could, I'm it. telling you right now, I'm getting jokes. Yeah, that little girl with the ventral. that little girl with the ventral. Like, oh my god. Yeah, all of a sudden, it doesn't have to be sad things. Sometimes it's when I see people have pure joy. I think yeah. I cry because I've never experienced I, I that. I would love to feel that. Yeah, but in this, it's just too forced. And again, I said, uh, when I saw his son, I'm like, oh, he's going to die. And maybe that's what threw me off, is I already right. knew that would happen. Now, another thing I'd like to say is that you had this. Now, I know we don't have the page space for it. And if, if I say this, people are going to be like, oh, Jim, you said that you want the joke, the war to go on, whatever. If this was a normal issue and we weren't involved in this big event, I would have loved to have had an issue where this same thing happened and Batman is in detective mode trying to figure out how the Riddler did kill his son because that is a crazy thing. The whole thing oh, yeah. of putting the poison on the rope of the kite and things like that. But in this, he doesn't have enough time to go into it. So basically, it's told. Here you go. And that again, the Riddler is a guy who's trying to do these riddles and stuff like that. It doesn't seem like a guy would just call you up and say, hey, by the way, I did this. Goodbye. It just seems off, but he doesn't have a lot of page space to yeah, do yeah. it, so I'll go with it. But that was interesting. That whole concept of that was really interesting to me, but we didn't get to see it. But, Eric, I love the art. What did you give this? I love the art as well, and like a lot of my score is just because of the art, because I love Clay Man, and I really think he should be a regular on a title because th this yeah. book looks amazing. I'm telling you. I gave this a 6.5 out of 10. It's what I gave the last issue, and I gave the first one a 6. This might be my favorite issue, though, Like in, even in that whole regard, even though I gave the last yeah. issue the, the, the same score. 
I just the whole idea where Tom King for somehow I don't know if it's just me being an idiot or like you know having hope. When I read that thing about the copycats, I started getting back into the story. Like, is this going deeper? Is he trying to fucking lend this thing out? Even though it doesn't jive completely, like, that's kind of a cool concept that I yeah. get behind. So I actually found myself getting more into this issue. There's there's still a lot of problems with the issue itself, so I had to go down to a 6.5. But I don't know. I enjoyed this one a little bit more than I had the past two. Yeah, again, I think that the whole jokes, riddles, it was more about what's the difference between a joke and a riddle to end up having the conflict of Batman having to choose which is better uh, to go with Joker or Riddler. Which it does and seem they like are, we are going that yeah, way. And they are kind of the same kind of thing there. He's just going to have to think of the which. And, and really, if his biggest mistake isn't that he sided with the Joker who became more of a homicidal maniac than the Riddler ever would be, even though that's the other reason why, that the reason why I I think that Tom King has turned Riddler into a straight-up murderer is so that at the end you have a conflict, or else exactly. you'd be like, okay, you need a reason to yeah, be able yeah, to you're like, uh, which is worse, the guy who is, you know, Joker who will just kill everyone for no reason, or this guy who makes up goofy riddles. You know, you have thing, to though, have if, if something. If you would just go and use Zero Year, this is a guy that held the city hostage yeah, for yeah, fucking yeah. months. I'm like. This is the biggest bad you have fought so far. But no, now we have to make him into a child killer. I'm yeah. like, you had something you set up already. That. Riddler, yep. for what you have dealt with between Riddler and Joker so far in your timeline, Batman, Riddler is the biggest threat. And really, to Just me, go with that. as it goes, and maybe it'll surprise us. Maybe something hey. will, will happen. But to me... The idea of the Joker is just pure chaos. We even had, we talked about Detective Comics. We were doing the New 52 review, and um, we were doing Detective Comics, and Batman said at the one point, you know what, it, Joker does not have a, there's His no rhyme or reason. With the wind. There's no tonight. I think that's very, that's a lot more dangerous than a Riddler who is a guy who is order and who does things the way, you know, he plots them out. Things oh, yeah. make sense, and it's all about riddles and, you know, that sort of thing but he's an ocd guy who goes by a pattern so right away i think the joker is always going to be worse but you got to get a reason why the riddler is worse and it looks like that's going to be that he's a child killer and, and we'll see we'll see what you, goes you, you on you know why well. kite man sided with the joker why because kites rise highest against the wind not with it jim yes now says winston churchill six out of ten Eric, <laughs> I, I love the art. I, I Again, this is not the worst issue I've ever read. It's okay. No. If this was something, like I said, if this was something that was just a standalone issue, not in the middle of the jokes uh, and riddles, the war of jokes and riddles, I may have even said it's a little better if we just had the origin of Kite Man. Yeah, uh, yeah. But here it's – and there's I'm, nothing I'm, really that I really get that angry about. Like I, I got said, angry I'm, just going through this book. I'm sorry. I actually didn't say it when I said my score, but one of my biggest problems I have with this is that these continued splash pages, they're kind of laughing yeah. in your face like all yeah. this cool shit's you going on. See this? You don't get to see it. When are we going to get to the fireworks factor here? Seriously. When? That's all I, That's all I want, the fireworks factor. We're never getting there. Fuck out but of here, yeah. Poochie. Six out of ten. And that's the end of the spotlight, Eric. I have to give sure that is. little pause uh, for you. But yeah. Uh, you want to hear what we're going to do uh, this week? You want to hear some other books? You want to hear all the books that we will talk about? Aquaman number 26. Eric, I have not read it yet, but I hear good things. I hear they do good things over there in Atlantis. Uh, we have Batman 27 that you just heard. We have Batwoman number 5. Green Arrow number 27, Eric, with a Green Arrow Wonder Woman team up. What do you think oh, of that? I hope it's better Ooh, than the Flash one. 
It's a little better. Green Lantern's number 27. We actually we get our that. Green Lanterns back in the book this yes, issue. Yes, we do. Harley Quinn number 24, Eric. I have not read that yet. Justice League number 25, which I ended up getting in a fight with Brian Hitch sure on did. Twitter about. And I would like to say right here, and I will repeat myself in the main podcast, I gained a little more respect for Brian Hitch. Oh, yeah. I, everybody knows that, you know, the writing I'm not real hip on. But he explained himself and did engage with me, and uh, I respect him for talking to me. Even when That's he thought gonna... you were being hostile. Oh, he thought I was hostile. I thought he was a pretentious whatever. But, yeah, <laughs> we kind of came to an agreement. That we kind of came to the reg- agreement that we hate each other. So, you yeah. know what? We have that in common, don't we? Sure do. Don't we, Eric? But he did. He actually said uh, he knew about our reviews, which he didn't realize. That made me happy. Nightwing number 25. And also that Justice League number 25 is an extra size anniversary issue. And Uh, so is this Nightwing number 25. And the Nightwing number 25 as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading that. I've not read it. We have. We won't be talking Super Sons number six. That's an XL list. That is a Patreon exclusive, which I really liked. We had Superman number 27. That seemed a little preachy for one Eric Shea. We have Trinity number 11, which ends that Dead Space story, Eric, and also I believe that Jeremy will be talking about the Wildstorm number 6 as well. And I, and oh, I forgot to tell you. About Cape Carson and yep, the Cape Carson. I forgot 10. to tell you, they did announce that Clayman will be a regular on the Batman book. So really? he's going to awesome. be, yes. Uh, that, that is was, a great title for him And it actually is double good news for us because of we're fans of V. Ken Marion. Because of that, V. Ken gets an extra issue of Trinity because he's going to be on Trinity oh, with awesome. Rob Williams. And Clayman was scheduled to do, I think it was issue 12. And they re-solicited uh, that to be V. Ken instead of Clayman. Give V. Ken all the yeah, work. Yeah, because Clayman. And give Clayman all the work, too. He's awesome. Seriously. He really is. He's really, really good. I think that we have... I have not seen uh, David Finch on Batman in a while, if I'm not mistaken. I've not seen him I in a while. I like to think that David Finch is too busy doing fucking bigger things right now. I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, exactly what I was going to say. I think that maybe they have given David Finch something else, possibly like a JSA, whatever it might be, that he's off doing something else, so they're shuffling people around. But yeah, if you have Michael Yannon and uh, uh, Clay Mann on Batman... The, the art's down. always going to be awesome. Yeah. It's always going to be awesome. This is why some people will be saying, like, oh, man, you know, you, you seem to hate Batman so much. And the, the art's always stellar. It really oh, yeah. is. You can't hate the book. It just always looks so good. It's just – it's frustrating. Tom King's writing is just frustrating to me. That's all it is. As I get to the point where I'm expecting him to show us stuff and go with things, and when we don't get it – You know, and I act keep, like a comic book. And then, Well, even then I keep hearing people say to me, oh, no, he'll tie it in, and we never get that. Also, I, I'm telling you, anybody, you want to piss me off, just message me tonight, tomorrow, whatever, and say, hey, Jim – it's a comic book. Say that. Uh, uh, that uh, I'll fucking flip my lid if I hear that again. What That explains everything. And I want to tell you, I, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days because another aside, <laughs> a guy started giving me shit because of what I said about uh, – Brian Hitch's Justice League, our argument. And the guy comes in, oh, it, what? it's not like he's writing a comic book or whatever. And I said to them, anybody who says to me, oh, it's a comic book, Jim, oh, that, what? 
That's why people don't respect comic books. This is why people laugh at you when you say, oh, I read comics. Oh, comics, they're nothing. Because if you take the attitude of, oh, you know what? It's shitty writing, but it's comic book writing. No, it's never going to elevate. Anybody who says it's just a comic book and in regards that way, they're not a fan. No, you're throwing fucking ultimate shade at your fucking favorite hobby. It shouldn't just be a comic book. These are guys who write. Now, Reggie in the meantime sometimes writes Sometimes I to wish me. it was just a comic Re- yeah, book. Well, Reggie writes lives. to me sometime, or Last night he wrote to me when I was getting in fights with people. He goes, listen, just remember at the end of the day, if these guys could write novels, they would. They wouldn't yeah. be writing comics. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to think that. I want to think that a guy like a Jeff Johns or, you know, he chooses this medium because he loves it. And it's not a jumping on point to something else. I told you, when we first started this podcast, I think that one of the things that people did kind of respect with us, this is the end game, Eric. This yeah. is what we're doing. We're not doing a podcast to become YouTube hits. We're not doing this to get uh, hired do to do now? this. We're not doing this to get hired to do a fucking pumpkin head comic book, Eric. Uh, this to me is the... It's I, I got to get a hold of Dynamite. We are now at the destination. This is all we wanted to do. We're not trying to get to the next level hey, from Ken, this. if you're listening to this... Hey, you want to work on a pumpkin? No, head together? I got a V-Ken is busy. He does not want to do a pumpkin head book with you. <laughs> Tell you, this is the end game to me, though. After this, the next step to this is me in a goddamn coffin from these comic books. Drive me insane. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I would love to think that everybody writing a comic book is doing it because they love comic books, they love the storytelling medium, and they're doing their best to give you the goddamn best story that they can. And you don't shove it aside by saying, oh, what do you expect? It's a comic book. Right? You know, I'm asking about this. This goes with the firing a gun right next to police officers or something. Please do not shove it aside by saying, it's a comic book because then all you're doing is is you're you're diminishing your your hobby. You're making yep. it the joke that other people think it is, and it's, we're past that day, right? Elevate. I would think so. Come on. I don't know. Ooh. I just I'm looking at my He-Man action figures in front of me, and my mother always calls them dolls just to fuck with me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there you go. Eric, Eric's there with his dolls. Oh, oh. <sighs> now my I'm all hobby. fired up. I'm fired up in this room. It's a million degrees right yeah. now here, and I stink to the high heavens. I stink so bad. You know when you stink so bad that you can't stand it? You know what I mean? No, like, I don't a think I've ever t- stunk that bad. Hoo-wee! Come on over here, big boy. No, good. I'm good, Come baby. on up here, big boy. Come on up. Oh, cut oh, it out. Stop it. I don't even know what that was. Right? I don't know. But either. what do we say at the end of the spotlight? Turn that spotlight off. Oh, there it is.